Yo, 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 uh, yo, uh, yo, uh, yo, uh, yo, uh, yo, uh, it is I, the most high. Nah, let's play. Ah, uh, <laughs> we about to do our thing. Hey. Hey. We're wrestling, coming through. Hey, come on. You know just what we do. Hey. hey. Unedited, uncut. Hey. Underground podcast, uh, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yo, yo, welcome to Reason for Wrestling. <laughs> it is I, the most high, and I am here always, man, with my tag team partner, a uh, CT, a.k.a. Chitty Bang. <laughs> And uh, yeah, we are the uncut, unfiltered, raw, unedited podcast of this uh, professional right. We are the underground of wrestling. Yo, underground, man. Underground underground. kings, man. Content kings, too. Content kings, underground kings. Check out the Facebook. Check out the Twitter. Come on. Check out the the YouTube, the the Instagram. Content all over the place, guys. So uh, show some love. We're wrestling podcast. On Twitter is RW Podcast One. You guys know the deal if you guys heard us before. But uh let's uh let's get with the shits, you know. Let's, yo, let's get the, down yeah, to it. Yo, you know? C T was it, it, CT is unhinged. If you guys follow us on our um on our Instagram, you could have seen that uh he made a post uh after SmackDown Live. He could not wait to record today. We record a little bit later than, uh-huh. than what he wanted to, so He's like a rabbit dog getting out of a cage. Yo, so we're about to get we're about to go ahead and get the podcast started. Like he said, please follow us on Instagram, uh, Reasonable Wrestling Podcast on Facebook, same thing, and Twitter, RW One Podcast. We're also doing our um, March um, March Madness tournament for Women's History Month. Yep, uh, best professional women entertainer, a sports entertainer. So please go vote. Yep. We're in our uh, Elite Eight currently right now, so go ahead and check that out. But we about yep. to get right into this show. Yeah, speaking CBS. of women, speaking, <laughs> speaking of women, uh, I think we got to talk about the way WWE is handling their women in wrestling right now. First and foremost, big ups to Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey, and Becky Lynch for headlining and, become, and being the first women's main event for WrestleMania. As a as a as a consistent viewer of wrestling, I want to see a story that's built and makes me want to see the match. Right now, it seems like a gimmick, and that they're just trying to use um, Ronda's, you know, edginess to sh- show some controversy and get other people to tune into WrestleMania. Now, let's package that, put a ball on that. Good. What I'm here to talk about, and you want to maybe rant about, is the way WWE have completely ignored. And shunned the SmackDown Women's Division since Oscar um, tapped out Becky Lynch. Since 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 Oscar tapped out Becky Lynch, she hasn't done shit. Since she wanted so she wanted title and she had a program with Becky Lynch, she tapped Becky Lynch out. She hasn't done a goddamn thing. She had a moment where they seemed like they didn't know what they were gonna do, and what's because they didn't know what they they were gonna do with her, they just had her do random shit like lose to Mandy Rose because. 
Lacey DeVille came out. <laughs> and then... Lacey DeVille? Oh, uh, Lacey DeVille. Lacey... Lacey <laughs> Evans, look at this. My well, man it was, it was, uh, she lost uh, to Manny Rose because of Sonya DeVille's interference and Lacey Evans coming out. Uh, just combined both it, of them. It, it was just... Uh, it was just... Uh, it just, it just this is Oscar, by the way. This is Oscar, who was undefeated for how long? Six hundred and some. I don't, don't have years. Yo, six hundred and two. Yo, for real, she was undefeated for mad long. We all know what Oscar can do in the ring. We all know that she's a professional. She's gonna go out there, she do her job, whatever you tell her to do, she gonna do it. And on SmackDown, she did exactly what she was supposed to do. They told her go out there and lose to Charlotte. Go out there and lose your title to Charlotte after we just completely ignored your title reign. After we, after the fans have been clamoring for you to get this shot, you you lost to Charlotte in the main event of WrestleMania last year, and on the build up to this WrestleMania, you have the title. We want to maybe possibly give you a singles women's title match, but no, we're not doing that. We're gonna have you job out to Charlotte, and I love Charlotte, as we know on this podcast. I'm always bigging up Charlotte, but you're gonna job out to Charlotte and lose your title on the road to WrestleMania, and I think that in the way that they want to talk about this woman empowerment, woman evolution, it's only half-assed because all they're trying to do is make money off of Ronda Rousey, it seems like, mm. to me. They're just trying to make money off of Ronda Rousey, and they're not really well-rounding out their women's division. Now, they got the women's tag team division going on. Does that even... I think that is partially okay. You know, the way they built that, I'm not going to I'm not gonna sh- shit on that. They got Beth Phoenix coming back to bring us bring um, a legend back for that match. Naya and Tamina, you got the Iconics. Cool, whatever. What I have a problem with is the SmackDown division and how much talent they have on that roster and how much talent is being misused and just completely ignored. You got Naomi. You have yeah, Carmella. Booking Black last week. Was she? Yeah, we're my, my impromptu Booking Black. Oh, yeah, yeah. We did like two last yeah, week, right? We did her and Cedric Alexander. Yeah. And like we, Naomi deserves more than, than what's being given to her. Shit, I'm going to even say Carmella. Carmella could even get had a match with Asuka at Mania. They they actually planned and advertised a fatal four-way between Naomi, Carmella, uh, Mandy Rose, and Sonya Deville. And the, winner, change, man. and the winner was supposed to face Asuka at WrestleMania. Now, I didn't even want to see that. I didn't even... Like, I honestly didn't care about that either. You didn't. Because... The reason why is because they didn't build a story around it. But that's it. the reason why it was changed, though. The reason no, why the reason why it was changed because they didn't give anything in the first place. They don't give a shit about Asuka's reign in the first place. And what I'm saying right now is that it's fucked up, man. You have talented women over there. Talented women over there busting their ass. Talented women such as Asuka who has held, held, got the title and you could make money off of Asuka. Asuka's a freaking... How you say? Like, she's a spectacle in her own right. When she yeah. comes out, her entrance, her gimmick, her her, her, her style, everything about her pops off the, the screen. That's one of uh, my girlfriend's favorite wrestlers. Just off of the image alone. Yeah. And not to mention, she can go in the ring. Fuck all the cap... The, oh, you, can, you need mic work bullshit. She doesn't need mic work. Asuka is, not, is one of the rare people who I think could get over and get and be understood as for what she is without much talking on the mic. Yeah. Because of her badassery and what she is and her style and the way she comes across. Now, you want to book a WrestleMania match for Asuka to make your show better. Like you, that's, I mean, that's logic to me. It's like you book her into a WrestleMania match because she's talented. And she has yeah. everything it takes to put on a good show. Yes. Instead, we get Shane and, and uh, Miz... Which I'm not gonna shit on shit on that. I know you will later on, but like, yeah, I, I feel like 
this is a missed opportunity with Asuka. What they did to her last year, I felt like it was a missed opportunity. She I think she should have won, you know? And maybe like, it could have been a storytelling with, like, Charlotte just could not beat Asuka. And eventually she does, and she finally feels like she overcame that hump. Rather than, that would have been a good feather in the cap for Charlotte as a, you know, as a, um, you know, if anything, they wanted to make Charlotte an underdog, you could, you know, or a baby yeah, face. Yeah, because she was a baby face at that time, you know? Last year, she at this time, she it was a baby face, and it was a baby face versus baby face WrestleMania match, and it was a great match. I would have had Asuka go over. Fine, whatever. Charlotte wins clean. She taps out in, like, two seconds. Don't do the same thing to Asuka on the right Royal WrestleMania here, like, the Royal WrestleMania here. It's, it's, it's really fucked up, and I don't understand why they did it. And if they did it just to get the four horsewomen holding all the belts at WrestleMania, that's cheap. And it's contrived. And it's all about the, the what the what you're trying to portray. I don't and me with the way I see wrestling, I see it as an art form. Yeah. You know, and I see it as something that's to be like storytelling, writing, production. And when I see people used as a prop and they give us a bone octa, give her a title for a for how many months and don't use her at all it's a testament to their lack of uh, they're just out of fucking touch when it comes to, to pure talent mm. and they don't give a fuck about their core audience they might throw us a bone with Kofi but they don't really give a fuck about their core audience what they do care about is making money and it's sad to say that I'm gonna be honest with you man like who would care about anything else other than money at this point in time when you're a business? Now, granted, we have this discussion all the time about the difference between business and art, you know, or the conflict mm-hmm. between business yeah. and art. Um, I'm not excited about the conspiracy or maybe the 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 actual real life notion that all four women will have titles because those four women kind of are the they're pushing them as the spearheaded leadership of this women's evolution, which kind of kind of discredits the rest of the locker room. Word, um, word. It, it definitely does diminish the Naomi's who is here, you know, busting her ass, you know, being a funkadelic, you know, funkadactyl, yo, she, uh, she, funkadactyl, yeah, funkadactyl. Or I mean, she started from the bottom. She came up, you know, they gave her the um, title. She's busting her ass, and it's like they 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 they, they lack the 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 vision for people. That's what I think. That's more than anything, they have vision for very particular people. If they don't see something in you, they don't make something for you. Like, has Naomi had one angle that meant anything? Yes. No. I mean, I don't think she has. Well, but there's not just not like you can't tell her ang- make yeah. angles around there. It's not like you can't tell stories with Naomi. They don't choose to. They don't choose to put their effort and creativity into people like Asuka, Naomi, and Shinsuke. They don't choose to. Shinsuke, what I mean, is he? Rusa, Rusa dropped weight, came back, shredded, looked fantastic, Yo. got over, and then they're like, ah, tag team. Yo. <laughs> they do the same thing with yeah, everybody, man, yeah. and it's like sad. It's like sad. It's like they just want this cookie-cutter image of what professional wrestling is. And that does not include certain people, even though they're supremely talented. You know, and it's sad. You know, I, you can talk about A plus player, B plus player. Yo, people are busting their ass. Try to actually put your bust your ass for them too. Asuka has busted her ass since NXT, since she's got WWE, and she's made them a lot of money. 
already. And you can make a ton more money Does with Oscar. Oscar move the needle like Charlotte Flair, though? I'm not saying she should be in Charlotte Flair's position, okay. but she definitely shouldn't have lost a title to Charlotte Flair in the, week, in the weeks up to WrestleMania. That's bullshit. And if you're doing it just to put the title on Charlotte, it's weak. Like, I see right through that. Well, Only people that don't see have, right through that is mainstream fans or, like, you know, people who just tune in WrestleMania once a year. What if they have a vision? What if, what, if, what if next week they say... You always say what if. What if. They don't. They I, never do. I mean, okay. So we go back to this all the time, right? Becky Lynch wasn't part of the plan. Just as Kofi wasn't part of the plan. So they scrambled when they made... Oscar the champion at tables at TLC because of what they had envisioned for then going. It was like, okay, we can't really do Charlotte and Ronda how we want to. We gotta throw Becky in here, but Becky's the champ. How do we get the title off her? And they gave it to to Oscar. Cool. And then just had her fucking do nothing. Right, but I think that I think the ultimate thing. Excuse me. I think the ultimate thing that they always wanted to do was have Charlotte as champion and Ronda as champion. They were going to do that through the standoff at WrestleMania. I thought they were I think that have, was I thought what they had because me, I didn't think that was the case. I thought they were just going to have I thought, Charlotte win the Royal Rumble and face, uh, well, and face Ronda. That's that, what I thought. That was after, I think that was after the thing with Becky. So I so from and I, I haven't read any dirt sheets or anything like that to kind of like, and this is just my, my, yeah, my logic, speculation, my yeah. speculation. I think that Charlotte and Becky were supposed to have a blow off. Charlotte was supposed to come back and win the championship at SummerSlam, have the blow off feud with Becky as Becky turned heel. Charlotte was still the baby face and Charlotte was supposed to have a long reign built as a strong champion to match Ronda's strong champion. But why? Then, then, then that means that the Women's Royal Rumble doesn't have a title at all. And if, if you're saying that, that means that maybe Ronda won the Women's Royal Rumble as champion. That doesn't make any sense, you know? So how, how would that work? Because there is a Women's Royal Rumble. You're going to have to win it just not face a champion or just... I mean, hell, Naomi won a Women's Battle Royal at WrestleMania for a title shot. And it was like, ah, we'll give it to you on the SmackDown a year and a half later, I think. <laughs> or a year later, damn near. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 I know that they probably had a plan for... They, they, they had a plan. Obviously, the card is, is subject but to change. I mean, card subject to change. I'm cool with all that. My thing is, they don't take the time to give talented people a storyline. What if Charlotte is out of the what if Charlotte's out the triple threat and she has a rematch with Oscar? That's not happening. They already booked this. Everybody sees it on on Twitter. They already put it on ESPN. They were on ESPN. They're not changing that title match now. Charlotte's gonna be in that match. What if Charlotte drops the title back to Oscar next week? I mean <laughs> shit. They got another spike down there. <laughs> What if they have another gauntlet match? Because shit, that's the fucking if, match if of they, the year. If they do that, it's still, it's, still, it's still weak. It's still bullshit. It's still lazy because you have an opportunity to showcase not one, not two, but three women's matches on one WrestleMania. Even if one's on a pre-show, would be cool. And you can even say four and give them the Battle Royal. Like, and you have a title that means something. Like, up until this point... The SmackDown Women's title was more like... It had really good title reigns. Like, you know, you have Naomi, Natalia, Becky. You know, you had Charlotte get it back. Then you have 
you know, Carmelo I wasn't really for that ring. But hey, she 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 was she was talented on the mic. Oscar twice she, too. You know, so and then you have her um, Becky get it. And then Asuka, I thought that they had great matches, great steam. So I thought it was a great way to shift Becky and Charlotte towards Ronda. And you can build this new main eventer in the women's division as Asuka holding a title for some extended time. Showcase her each week so people know who your fucking champion is. And then have her drop it down the line so it means something when she does. It's not that hard. It's wrestling one-on-one. And they, 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 they gypped us, you know, from... A real Oscar reign, and these are real fans. People that really give a fuck about this, this product, and you gypped us. It, it's sad, yo, like because we care about wrestling. We care about wrestling. Maybe WrestleMania is not for us anymore. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I was gonna talk about my business and logic segment as far as you know, who, what, what is WrestleMania? You know, what's the purpose of it? And I mean. It is the culmination or the beginning or the end of their year, whatever they want to say. But Mania at this point in time is a moneymaker, right? It's a moneymaker, dog. Like, what is my most marketable right now? Brock Lesnar. The reason why he's still around is because of his connection to USC, UFC. But do you know why that's important? Because UFC just sold for $4 billion, like the connection, like UFC now has an exclusive contract with ESPN to where their pay per views are only on ESPN Plus, which is you know what I mean. Like it's big money talk. Like uh, like hey, Jay Z there, talks. There, there is a compromise that you can make though I, you when it comes to art and business. Okay. I'm not saying don't have Rock. I'm not saying don't have Ronda showcase your show. I'm just saying have the undercard mean something. No, we have the, we have. I'm fucking Baron Corbin and Kurt Angle. That's, that's we have fucking Miz and Shane McMahon. This is bullshit. But that's what I mean as business go. No one cares or pays money for an undercard. Nigga, yes they do. No, they yes, do. Yes, they not. do. Listen, not, you don't say no one. Hold you can't on, say no one. CT, when you put on the headline Mayweather versus McGregor, I, am I paying to see That's fucking bo- Sandy no, 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 no. and We're talking Cortez or some boxing shit? Boxing fans are. And you know wrestling fans are extremely fanatic, even more than boxing fans. Okay. Wrestling fans are paying to see Rey Mysterio. People, people are paying to see the Usos. People are paying to see other people in matches. They want to see their favorites in matches at WrestleMania and have WrestleMania moments. People, so, you can't so tell me again, people are not paying to see no, Sasha okay, and Bailey. No, no, people okay, are. No, okay, again, we're talking about an artistic format that is very niche and is and is and is exposure already. So our money's already spent. Our money for the WWE Network or tickets to Mania or whatever the case may be is already in WWE's pocket. And we had this conversation a few yeah. weeks ago when he was like, I'm not talking about the money right now. I'm talking about the money in the future. WWE is also doing the same thing because if they can make, again, if, if, they, if, if Daniel Cormier so can transfer. Okay, if, okay, let me tell you something. If you, if you, if you, if you think. That you just because the, the main event card, the marquee, has this name no in there. You should so you should just ignore the undercard. Just because you you're have Ronda and Rock. not ignoring it, but it's not as much it's not as much delicacy going into that. I'm sorry. It's a business decision that sometimes again again in a, in a, listen, in a movie. Sometimes the main character gets a little bit more of a, a, a dialogue and 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 character development than the the, the, the that's the, not what I'm arguing. I'm not. I'm, of course, they can have more. They can. They, they've been booking 
Rhonda, Becky, Charlotte for weeks now on both shows, taking up mad time, doing mad, useless shit, having mad, bad pillow pop brawls. And you know what? I'm sitting here, and I'm not even, and, I, and I'm not even trying to complain about that. What I'm trying to say is, don't shit on everybody else just to do that. Because honestly, you can talk about business, but you do have an undercard, and you do have champions that you want to showcase. So when people tune into WrestleMania. They see, oh, I'm here for Ronda, but who's that lady with the paint and the and with, with the mask and the, the 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 colorful hair and the oh my god, her costume's so cool. Who's that? Oh my god, she kicks ass too. I want to see that lady on TV. Let me tune in on SmackDown. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, even if you don't, if you tune in for Ronda and Brock, you're gonna get Oscar and be like, oh, she 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 gets she fucks up people. Like she she really gets busy. I mean, and you're like, oh shit. Like I mean, we're I might also want to talking about an undercard that's probably gonna have twelve to thirteen matches. Like what's the what's the point? The, it's too fucking much. It's too much, bro. We're already talking about seven that's, hours of rest. Okay, so uh, listen. You said a match between Oscar and any of those four women didn't matter and didn't mean shit. So Vince McMahon took that and was like, "They don't fucking care. Take the title off of her." Th- that's real life. If you don't care as a fan. Why is Vince going to put money and put her on a car and pay her out on a payday if you don't want to see it as if it's going to be a popcorn match? Here's the thing. I think that people would care if they actually gave it attention and they they had a missed opportunity with Asuka and they completely dropped the ball with her. And you cannot argue that. You cannot argue that they're dropping the ball with Asuka, who's a supreme talent. No, I'm not, say, I'm not arguing against the fact that they dropped the ball with Asuka. But what I am... Um, trying to not trying to be devil's advocate, but just lending a voice to is just that Oscar had a lackluster reign. I because mean, they booked that. I, I, okay, I mean, again, I don't even think Oscar was part of the plan. Nigga, all you gotta do once they once they give the title to her, you just gotta write for her. Like you guys made the plan cool. and you gave her the belt. Like you guys did that. You, it's not like you guys somebody's told you, hey, Oscar's the champion. You're like, oh my god, okay, no, okay. I don't so, know what's so, going so, on. Oh my, my god, Oscar's the champion. Worst, you guys wrote that into your, my, your book. My and you worst wrote that. is Kofi. I I've been re- I've been, yes, I've been saying that I've been saying for the past like two three weeks. Like, what they've been giving me for Kofi is shit. The storyline and how they presenting it. And, oh, uh, uh, gauntlet match for you. And, oh, your friends, gauntlet match for them, too. And, no, you're not in WrestleMania. Oh, well, now he's in WrestleMania. No, I, I disagree. I, like, that, 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 that's trash. I think like, it could be just, better. I'm not going to say that it could be better, but, like. But when you, what I'm saying is, is that when you're backed into a corner, because we said Kofi was not it. You not said it. Kofi is not it. And Kofi wasn't it. There's okay, no way okay. that Kofi goes into. There's no way that Kofi. Kofi. <laughs> there's no. I'm still. On my, I'm still on my high horse with that. There's no way that niggas went into to 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 to, to uh, shit. Goddamn. Ain't no way them niggas was like WrestleMania in New York City. All this publicity on ESPN, and we're gonna have the. 40-year-old with pigtails as our fucking main eventer. You're not going to tell me that. That's not it. How old is Kofi for real? He's not 40. Pushing it. (laughs) Uh, But he looks great. And he performs well. So, like, at the end of the day, he got steamed. 
He got steam for real, hot, hot, hot steam. But Oscar didn't though. Oscar, I, at the Oscar time, was a champ. They didn't no, even no, put no, on no, TV. No, 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 no. What they, I'm they saying they is, kept on TV like three weeks. What I'm saying is, is that she, she was a cold champion. They didn't put her on TV. No, she was a cold champion going in. She had no steam going into that match with Charlotte and Becky at tableizers and chairs in the beginning. Well, when you with. have her tag team with Naomi. When you have a tag team division coming up, then stick with it. That's my thing. If you got a tag team division that you know you have to put a title on and you want to build that division, why not give the women that are in that mid card that you're not doing shit with that you know you're not going to pay attention to, just keep them in the tag team division. At least Asuka and Naomi can fight Iconics to be who's going to... The uh, battle on the SmackDown side for the tag team championships, so you don't feel like they're not doing anything. I mean, that would have been better. I'm not going front. That would have been better. But they booked Oscar to win the title, and once you do that, make that decision. You got to figure something out, and you can't be like, uh, "Don't know. Let's just fuck with some Charlotte and Ronda." You just sit there in the corner, and we'll figure something out. And then it's two weeks before WrestleMania. You know, we figure something out. You're dropping the title. You know, so like it's just poor for me. Because and, and but as for the Kofi stuff. That's my best friend, honestly. Cause and you may that may, may not work for you, but the fans around the globe are fucking cheering for Kofi. The the audience, the, the crowds are going wild. They want him to get it. And they just string this along, stringing this along, stringing this along. I know I know it seems like um kind of corny after some time, but to me, <coughs> I think New Day and the way they've been handling things and with their power of positivity and, and them coming back and just trying to fight hard and then his brothers winning it for him. Is very very much a um, it's a heartwarming story. No, I can I can get behind the 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 fundamentals of it, the foundation of it. It's just the presentation of okay, all right. WWE gave us a hint and a hinge of aggression, and I'm tired of the establishment with the New Day angle. Mm-hmm. Which could have worked in the same aspect of I'm just trying to get my shine on. Those two are like not mutually exclusive. You know what I mean? Like they both can work. So when you have Big E and Xavier go off on Vince two weeks ago, they should have been in the gauntlet match first. Like just just rever- reverse order to me because it just logically makes more sense. Okay. For Kofi to be like, nah, man, I got I stand up, you know what I mean, for myself and everything like that. But for like for when um, for when um, Kofi and uh, and 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 Xavier and uh, Biggie for them to like swap fucking. Uh, you know ideologies and like you know they they're they're not being passive or they're like taking what's given to them mm-hmm. and like yeah, following yeah, you yeah. know what I mean like I mean I feel like they came they, and they disrupted they, SmackDown I don't want to see an occupied SmackDown like you said yeah I didn't want to see that but I would have rather them like yo we ain't kind of like really leaving this ring or you we're not get you you want to see a little bit more fun. you yeah. want to see some more little more edge on that because it would have made yeah yeah and I feel you on that like at this point. They should have been a little bit more aggressive, but their whole thing was power of positivity. And try- so I get with the whole thing of New Day mm-hmm. and the whole angle and the whole gimmick and the whole everything they've been through for the five years. It makes sense just with, with the way they're handling it. You know, they come out with unicorn horns. They come out with pancakes. 
they're not going to be the guys who are going to be like, I'm just going to fuck everything up. Even though they have shown aggression in moments. You're right. I think it's just a little bit at time. They show aggression in moments when, it, when, it, when, when it's time. But they're not ones to, um, you know, completely uh, go crazy because they are these guys. And I think that it makes them more sympathetic figures to the audience who, who might be like, man, you know, these guys really deserve it. Man, I really want to see these guys win. And yeah. then they finally get it. Everybody goes crazy. Everybody is a part of it. I love the whole thing with the Usos coming out and forfeiting. Because like, after their story. That's my best written. Yo. My best written is the But that Usos. is part of Kofi's story. Yeah. Yeah. The Usos coming out like that it was, was fucking dope. Because they, they, they had wars with they that guy. They had wars. They've they been there. And for, for Usos to acknowledge, we're like, listen, we ain't no haters. Mm-hmm. We ain't finna prevent one of our niggas not to <laughs> feel me like yeah. it took us a minute to get to WrestleMania <laughs> Big Show. You want to be the Big Show, the Big Show? Yeah. Like you for the WWE title yeah. on Mania? Like yeah. nah, we gonna you know we gonna concede right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? We gonna forfeit, and that was some real nigga shit. It was, it was some man. real nigga shit. So shout out um, to Jimmy shout and Jay, out to Usos, whoever yeah. wrote that. That was great writing. Uh-huh. Um, but my thing, my 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 thing about it is, is that okay, from Elimination Chamber or Fastlane, whatever that was, from the very beginning when Mustafa Ali okay. got his face uh, ruptured, Kofi Kingston was placed in this position as knocked it out of the park. I'm not taking that away from him. My only thing is, is that. When they were scrambling, trying to figure out how they were going to tell the story, I think they really could have hit home with the just told the direct story of 11 years. This is my opportunity. And Vince saying, like, I really do appreciate your 11 years of service, but, like, you're not management material. You're not, like... That's exactly you know what, what they did. I, it's not, because, like, it, it took him until... Vince came on TV when? Last week? No, two weeks, two weeks, like two oh, not, weeks not, not this, not this past. Uh, when he brought back Kevin Owens, okay, that was like before Fastlane. That was like three, four weeks ago. There was no explanation of why Kevin Owens came back. He did. He said he's not a he's a B plus player. That was the promo after. That was that was after Kevin came. That was after Kevin. Talking about after Fastlane, there was no promo. No, uh, am I mistaken that I, I may be mistaken? No, because before Fastlane, he came out. He's going to sign sign a contract. Vince came out and he said, all right, uh, yeah, Kofi, we appreciate you. you, you you're great. But uh, we, I just don't think you, you, you're the one. Uh, and he's the point. He brought Kevin Owens to sign it. So that's okay, what happened. Okay, so, okay, so Vince okay, came yeah, out. That was, that was, uh, okay, yeah. And then okay. later on, they had a, after fasting, they had that conversation with Vince afterwards. Like, yo, what do I got to do? You know, so it's been like, to me, I think it's exactly what you're saying. But, they, but to, I think that you wanted a little bit more fire to the program. Uh, to get you more into it and engaged. Yeah, because you know? I mean, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a keep it G. Like you know, coming up yeah. on a match, you know, I've seen Kofi and DB wrestle now. Yeah, twice. and that's how you look at it. you. You've seen the match. That's how you see it. Yeah, yeah. Me, I'm, so looking, at it, I'm I, looking at it as like not I like what I saw. Not that I, I can't wait to see what they do Now I've seen the match. I need a story, like to make it worthwhile. Okay, he's lost a day or twice. Okay, he's got pinned at the elimination chamber. And, and then after the gauntlet. And after the gauntlet. Uh-huh. Because Chamber is legit. We're, right. The gauntlet, he gauntlet. just fought, like, that's how true. many things, and he didn't even that's know he was true. coming out. That's so, true. like, I mean, that's how I look at it. And now they're going to WrestleMania, and I want... And from what I saw just at the Elimination Chamber, I can't wait until they link up at WrestleMania. I really can't wait for that match. That's going to be... It could steal the show. It can. 
Yeah. Okay. You got AJ and Randy, and that's those two shows are what I'm looking out for to steal a show. Even the woman, I think, could possibly steal a show. Uh, uh, Rhonda, Charlotte, and um, Becky could steal a show. Those three, those three matches I'm looking forward to. Well, shit, we got through our worst run, worst, best run, and we got our ran out the way, and that's all on SmackDown. Did we have any highlights on <laughs> Raw, my nigga? Did we Raw take place? You shit. know, this is how it is on this podcast. We, we try not to be... Too negative, <laughs> and it seems like we're raw. Like you got to like be negative sometimes because it just is not it. It's just not it. Um, so they had a couple of promos. So I want to highlight some good things that I saw. I enjoyed the Seth Rollins promo. I thought that Seth came out. I think he thought. I thought he did his thing. I thought that he got the crowd engaged. Crowd engagement. They were they were hot for him. Uh, and then Paul E comes out. And, he, you know, he, he's he, that's the best they can do without Brock being there. I, I feel like they're in a tough position because Brock's contract, they can't just... With Brock's contract, they can't have him someday. So what are you going to do to build this WrestleMania without him? you got to be creative. And I think that that promo, as much as we've seen promos already with them, this was a good one, you know, for what they gave us. And I thought Seth walking down Paul Heyman and intimidating him. But just, you know, kind of like... Not say I'm not gonna hit you. You know I thought that's I thought it was cool. But do I feel like the match itself is being booked so people want to see them fight? No, and we need a little bit more interaction for Brock. Right now, now we need to see like what we need to see a tinge of what they can do in the ring. Real quick, so people can be like, I can't wait to see what they do in the ring at WrestleMania. Some interaction, a little bit, but they don't. Maybe they don't want them to touch at all. I don't know. I would want I want to see them interact. Uh, they had the Drew promo, which I know that Drew was. I mean, when you want to talk about promos, I wasn't really. Uh, you know, Seth and Paul can only do so much. I'm not a strong proponent on Seth on the mic. Um, I'm not a big. You know, I don't. You know, yeah, he's not. He's, he's not, not number he's, one. He's not. He's not number one in my book. When I mean, he's not terrible, but he can speak. Yeah, I mean, true. But when it comes to holding the program and him carrying, um, he's like Brett. You know, Brett could speak, but you know, um, he's really talented in the ring. Seth is really talented in the ring, and he could get engagement from the crowd. So he doesn't have to be like this over exuberant character. So it was good for me. Uh, no, but Drew's Drew's promo was more. Drew Drew promo was hidden. Drew came out. Okay. And uh, pretty much basically told Roman was like, listen, this ain't what you want, my nigga. Like, I put your niggas out. Like, uh, and I, I kind of really, you, I kind of really want to. Um, real quick. Um, I just wanted to say something about Drew and his promos. Last promo he had with Roman, mm-hmm. where he came out and he pretty much told him to, to bow out the match. It would made no sense because when you challenge somebody, then you come up the next week and say, "Hey, I challenge you." you well, I think don't he, fight me, you know, you know, you know what happened was like it's stupid. You, no, you know what happened was I'm. You know what happened? I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. This is when you talk about heel work, right? Drew McIntyre came out was like, "You're a big. You're a big dog. You're wounded." I I I I, I challenge you to a duel for this yard, and then Drew was like. Why the fuck should I? I've been 
eating like a motherfucker. He pulled him <laughs> out and beat the dog shit but out of him. He challenged him in the first place. He it's did. Stupid. But after he beat the shit out of D, he was looking at himself and was like, ah, oh, nah, he don't want none of this. Let me go out and let this nigga know. Hold on, man. Listen, you just came back. You sick. Your family is important. You in the movie. You got a press you need to be doing. I'm going to beat the shit out of you if you get in this ring. And Roman was like, nah. Big dog gotta eat, and Drew's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, I, I appreciate you know he was he was a good promo. Without going too far, he brought his family without yeah. saying anything offensive. Without saying anything offensive, he brought his family, and he, and you know Roman came out looking looking for a fight, you know as he should. And how, did it happen, how did that segment end? Uh, a low okay. blow and oh, a, yeah. a Claymore. Yeah, alright. I mean, because, yo, shout out to Drew, man. A fucking stud. He's a stud. 6'4", 6'5", 250. Fantastic yeah, we don't give shape. Props to Drew on his podcast. Yeah, like, yo, like, like how I was supposed to. Like, yeah. Drew, Drew, Drew's a fucking G, man. Yeah. So, props um, and and he's Drew. been hitting on all cylinders from coming back from his injury. He had that injury. They bumped him right up to the main roster. And since he came up to the main roster, he's been rejuvenated. His mic work has been fantastic. Yo, he's, he's, a, he's a fucking mm. machine, man. Yeah, like, everything a, is on running on all cylinders. Yeah, so, I never been so into his character until now. Yeah. You know, and, and it's because of his hard work. And it's, inspi- it's inspiring, honestly, for real. So I just wanted to give a shout out to him when he was talking about promos. Uh, I just wanted to make sure I let Drew know that he, you know, he 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 had a he had a promo for me on on Raw like that. His promo was it for me on Raw. Yeah, he did he did the damn thing. Um, as a heel, he's he's, he's working well. Um, any, he's, any, he's intimidating. He's great. Yeah. Anything else on Raw that you want to hit on? What else was memorable um, for you? Um, the revival lost again. Oh my god. Ah. Uh, what, what, not, I can't even. I can't. What, what, you don't what, even get me started, bro. What else is happening on Raw? I cannot with this revival here, bro. God damn. We've seen the match before, too. Like, We've seen. How many times can we see Ricochet and Aleister Black beat the tag team champions without winning the tag team championships? Like, god damn, man. How patient you expect us to be, man? It makes absolutely no sense. Shit. But, uh, yeah, that happened. And Um, that's all I got to say because I don't want to be negative. Oh, oh, Um, oh, something else we need to talk about. Um, Michael Che and Colin uh, Jones is going to be in the Andre Memorial Battle Royal because they're going to get these (laughs) hands. Fuck out of here, man. (laughs) Uh, Good luck, guys. Um... Can't even, I'm trying to like I try to analyze that <laughs> segment like all right how do I see the best in this segment all right what they're trying to do is get the crossover appeal from SNL because it's I guess it's Hollywood because I guess watch SNL, SNL moves the fucking, fucking needle, needle. <laughs> god damn nigga can we I like mean, New York Cone is just as oh no that's is that like no who who runs who runs SNL I forget I think it's a woman no 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 um it's a it's a guy it's a white it's, a guy? it's yeah it's, okay. Like less Moonbez or some shit. No, that's NBC. Whatever. Like, I mean, the point is, it's another old white guy who has old white guy humor. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because they do fucking presidential jokes like every week on SNL. Yeah. Or uh, pl- political jokes. Um, it's it's it, funny to me. It's, like if you if you know what they're talking about and shit. Like, but it's also gotten away from um, people who just 
want just laughs. Yeah. Yeah. If you come in there for just laughs, you're not. Lauren Michael. That's who it is. Lauren Michael. It's I'm, a woman, right? No, it's a guy. Lauren. Lauren, Lauren, Lauren. Okay. I, yeah. I could have f- sworn it was a woman yeah. this entire time. I thought it was Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lauren. Okay, so women run that. So now, okay, okay, that's Lauren. Pretty cool. Okay, so if it's shitty, I can't criticize. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. Now he's about to lay waste to it. You said you're like, oh, it's good. You know, if you get it, because the women wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought women were gonna try. I'm not saying that anybody. Listen, SNL has it has good moments. It has its bad moments. There's more bad moments than SNL. There are good moments, but like that R. Kelly skit was funny. Oh man, I mean that. I mean R. Kelly is funny. <laughs> like let's just throw all that other other shit out the way. Yeah. My man, it's funny. Funny, See, my yeah, man. SNL is topical. Oh yeah. man, uh, when I mean the real life funny. It is hilarious, man. So when you say. Teen, how old talking? <laughs> <laughs> and that's those kids. Keith was like, after I gave you so many clues. <laughs> but he said, after I gave you so many clues in my music, like, <laughs> building on your boots. <laughs> Oh man, okay. AJ, nothing but a number. Oh, oh man. Oh, God. Oh, okay. okay, so, um,. Yeah, let's go on. <laughs> Colin, Colin uh, yeah, off that. Off that. Um, what else? Yeah, yeah. What else? Triple H said he retired. Thank God. <laughs> As your favorite wrestler. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, this is your favorite wrestler. Me? And you're like, thank God. I mean, you should have got go. What the fuck? My favorite wrestler because it was 20 years ago. You got three daughters, a wife, a CEO of a Fortune 500 business, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. Why are you still blading? <laughs> he doesn't blade. They can't blade anymore. You're crazy. You think he's not going to pay the fine because his salary is like three million? He might blame. You're right. <laughs> he might blame the rest of because he can. Duh. <laughs> it's his fucking company. He can blame if he wants to. And then, does, and then do the press conference with a yeah. patch on his face. <laughs> it's the WWE. <laughs> yeah. We are NXT. Thank you. Know, you I mean, thank that's you the image. Thank you, Shadow. That's, that's keeping it real, though. Like, honestly, that's what he loves. So, <clears> hey. Do it as much as you want, Triple H. No, what you no. But because fucking Shane is that same we, thing. We just want to see. No, we don't want to see Shane. Well, I'll see Triple H get a match with somebody younger. I have no problem with it. I don't like the fact that he's with Batista right now. I'm not trying to see him and Batista. I didn't uh, want to see him and Seth. I didn't want to see him and Roman. Those were young guys at the time. Okay, him and Roman, I didn't want to see. Him and Seth, I thought would be, would be dope. Like, and it was like it's like a Sean. And it was an unsanctioned match that wasn't like you know unsanctioned. Yeah, it didn't go too far. So I don't have high expectations for this no holds bars match, <sighs> unless he fucking blades and pays the fine. That. So how about this, Triple H? For my entertainment, I'm not asking you to get Kurt Angle and pop 65 pills for my entertainment. So I'm wait. just asking you to cut your fucking face open. You want me to go? You want me to go to WrestleMania? You want me to fucking <laughs> you want me to go to WrestleMania? God damn right. it. Just Blade. Cut, just cut your fucking forehead open. Yeah, but that's keeping real. Like, honestly, if that happened, it would make the match... More it would make it worthwhile, I can tell you that. For the fucking 20 minutes, I'm not going to do anything but get high. Shit. It's not going to be an enjoyable high. It's going to be like a past-the-time high. I'm going to be smoking a blunt, not in enjoyment of my favorite wrestler on WrestleMania. I'm going to be smoking a blunt in disdain because my favorite wrestler 
is still taking up a spot when there's a seven hour, <sighs> 17 match card that I'm watching. Yeah, I think the people are over Triple H at this point. I think the people including his biggest fan. Um, yeah, I think the general audience of people who love wrestling, yeah, we're, we're over it. But if people who like, oh, Triple H is going to be on it, I might tune in. Let me see what's going on with Triple H. Oh, Triple H, H. People H who don't watch wrestling Because he's one of the people from the 90s, you know? Triple H and Drax is having a match. And I didn't even mean to rhyme that shit. When you look at it like that, Triple H and Drax having a match, I can see why people, people are going to see it. Because they really think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> Look at Billy. Billy's like, oh, Drax. <laughs> He's hey, fighting Triple H. Why? Why does uh, he have his? Why? Why does he have his powers? <laughs> um. Anything else we need to wrap up for the week? That was. What was your powers? What was your best produced for the week? Uh, my best produced shit. It was a Velveteen Dream. Yeah, couch, yo. Velveteen Dream came on too. a couch in NXT. Two bitches. Two bitches pushing. With respect. Two bitches pushing him on a, on, on a couch. You know? Uh, that with smoke, the purple smoke, the lights. Go look at it. It's um, this week on NXT. It was dope. That was my best produced thing. Yeah, I think, this week. I think that was my best produced as well. That was my best produced as well. I fuck with that segment. Um, the segment. I've never seen that before. Like a, a character come out on a couch. Yeah, I mean, for for him to, you know, during Matt to, to um, shout out my bro Matt, uh, love you, man. Uh, Matt was wrestling Cody Reese, beat the dog shit out of that motherfucker. And then uh, Velveteen came out and was like, you know what? I'll grant you your opportunity in New York. Mm-hmm. And made the match. And I think that's fucking how you're supposed to do it. Word. That's how you're supposed to do it. Matt doesn't need to do no number one contendership shit. Or it doesn't need to necessarily be um, a draw. Like, sometimes matches with little less can be a lot more. Yeah, I think that their angle is great. I think it's just the contrast between the two guys. You know, Velveteen Dream and uh, Matt Riddle, like, Polar opposites, almost. Yes. You know, so... Completely. It's, it's, it's a really going to be an interesting match. I can't wait to see that. So, um, that was my best produce as well. Um, worst produce, anything catch your eye as the worst produce? Um, worst produced? There's just a lot of cuts that I don't like, man. Yeah. There's a lot of cuts that Bruh, Kevin make does? no sense. You're killing me, Smalls. I mean... I damn. I would rather watch fucking Ricochet's light show as a fucking autistic child oh God, than, than to watch the epileptic fucking seizure you put me into with the cuts that you make. Jesus, I mean, save, save I, the whales. It's, it's the short, people are short attention span nowadays. <laughs> you know, we're all programmed, so it's all short attention span shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're 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 a mess. <laughs> you're a mess. That's what you think. You're a mess. Oh yeah. uh, man, listen. Um, I'll donate this year. <laughs> I'm trying. To, I'm trying to rationalize why you cut so fast. Like I really am. <laughs> it's no just, explanation, but I mean that might be TV board. nowadays. That might be like TV. I don't know. Nah. Or maybe it's. But there's a lot of cuts that you make that just make no sense. Make like, no sense, man. No sense. 
I don't mean to be harsh, but maybe it's harder than it seems, you know. Maybe it's like moving. I mean, he's done a better job before. It's like as he gets older, he gets more senile. (laughs) You miss Adam Cole, baby. God damn, bro! I would never forgive you. I'm there live. I don't. I'm there live, but I would want to come home and watch the moment. On television, Adam Cole, WrestleMania weekend, North American Championship ladder match. The money shot is Adam Cole, baby, with the title on top of the ladder. What fucking shot do we see? Probably some fucking white fans cheering. I don't fucking want to see that. Damn. Uh, uh, facts, but uh, uh, <laughs> yo, it's 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 just bad, man. I don't I don't mean to be killing the guy, but because it's production. Right, it's production pretty- is very hard, but uh, yeah, certain shots are just like common I mean, sense. Come on, he's killing me. Yeah. All right, so yeah, the Miz back to SmackDown. The Miz uh, beat down like uh, the the jobbers. Yeah, so he beat down so, the security. So, so, so and like, so, it's like Miz won Super Saiyan. That was whole, that was another. That's thank you. Miz won Super Saiyan. Worst produce. Worst produce. Worst produce. The Miz, star of Miz and Mrs. A guy. Uh, whatever. The Miz, <laughs> he beats up first of all security. Why the fuck am I hiring you if one guy can beat six of you up? How much am I paying you an hour? Hundred an hour? No. I got you for four hours. I was paying you four hundred dollars a yeah. person, and then y'all all get y'all ass whooped. Give my money back. Everything's and, and woman. Everything's <laughs> everything's refunded. Everything's refunded. Second, security get trash. Never hired again. Second. Where the fuck Sanity is at? Careers are over. Hey, there you are. Security, come here. Hey, get away from catering. catering <laughs> he, got, he got the jobbers because the people that we've never seen on TV. Bro. So like, people are like, are who? Sanity comes Eric, out. Eric, the fuck young? I haven't seen this guy. Since he fucking lost the ricochet. <laughs> which should have never fucking happened. And, and before that, it was like, how many years? It felt like. Man. Sanity, yo, as a group, coming on and being sane. The most sanest I've ever seen Sanity. I they mean, coming out as woo. That's crazy, man. They're really against the establishment. Like, I mean, there's security. We're shaming man. Fuck, fuck, fuck them. I don't really care about them either. Shelton Benjamin. Okay. Oh yeah, my man. You just had a spectacular showing against uh, Seth Rollins on Monday Night Raw. How the fuck did you get relegated to goddamn <laughs> security duty? You're tier two security? Tier two security. He got got that clearance. God (laughs) damn. He got that security pass. Damn. Okay, so Book and Black, and this is going to be really short because I really don't have much for Sheldon Benjamin, but this. Go to NXT. Just go to NXT. I mean, he's getting older, and I would love to see him there. Go to to NXT. But But don't you think people want to go to NXT and they're not letting them? Because even Ty Dillinger wanted to Whoa, go back. Who the fuck, who the fuck want to waste time with Ty Dillinger? I know, but they, if I'm saying that, if he can't do it, Shelton can't just go to NXT if he wants I think to. Shelton may have the cachet to go to NXT because Shelton can actually teach somebody something down there. <laughs> We're not just fucking sending you back down to Florida to get a 10 because we can't put you on TV because you can't yeah, get that's over. True. That's true. 
You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Shelton, we can at least move you into an agent role, move from down to NXT, wrestle a few of the guys and get them ready because he is a legit uh, can go guy. Yo, Shelton I will book create, Shel- I will book Shelton down there. Shelton as a trainer would create monsters in the ring. Like, no he, fucking shit. Yo, he would create crazy He would create shit. fucking great fucking wrestlers, yeah. yo. I would love to see I would love to see Shelton Benjamin. Um <clears throat> I would love to see Shelton Benjamin move down to NXT as a um as a trainer. Um I would love to um See him have a few spot matches in NXT with some of the talent. Yo, that's that step on me that he does nowadays. That they incorporate into his, his uh, repertoire. That shit's dope. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know. Did you get it from Japan or something like? Exa- Yo, just that imagine. Seth was diving and he hit that knee. That was crazy. Just imagine showing the Matt Riddle. Yo, that would be dope. That would be fucking ill. Or 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 um, you know. As Sean um, Alistair Black, Sean Ricochet, what? Well, yeah. I, they're they're no longer in the next day. That's true. That's their true. swan song is definitely this weekend. Shelton, definitely. Sean Keith Lee. He probably faced some of these guys. Yo, Sean and Keith Lee would be fire. Um, you know, um, shit. Shane is coming. Shane Strickland, maybe. Yo. Shelton and Shane Strickland as Shane gets acclimated to the WWE. I know ACH is Shane. down here. Shout out to Shane Strickland. Shout out to Swerve. We'll see you at Wiley Mania. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll see a lot of motherfuckers at Wiley Mania. Um, but yeah, I would love my book in black is short and sweet. I would love to see Shelton Benjamin NXT. All right, cool. Um, outside of that, what do we got next? We got business and logic, and then what else? That's it? Anything else we need to hit or tackle? You want to go no, 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 nothing else. Like, just WrestleMania as a whole. I just hope it goes well. And I, I just, and I, 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 you know, I, I, they tend to deliver, so. I mean, we got. I, I think mean, we're going to get John Cena and Kurt Angle because they've been plugging this Baron Corbin thing, but I think John Cena might interfere in that because he's. John Cena, he's not. He's gonna be at WrestleMania, obviously. Well, I'm not. I gotta go. We gotta go home show. So, or we got go home shows for Raw and SmackDown. So I'll, you know, we'll see what type of heat they. I think Baron's gonna have his match though. Baron's gonna have his match with Krangle. John Cena might come out. I don't give. And then have a match with Krangle again. I don't know. I don't care. I told you, man. It's only a few months. I'm here for WrestleMania. But I'm just waiting for it to be over. Because maybe they'll know the landscape of what they have and then they'll be able to have some time. I think really what happened was um, they had long-term booking that they was trying to do. Uh-huh. Survivor Series was, was going to be where they was going to build Ronda beating all of the four horsewomen and Charlotte was going to be the last one. Uh-huh. I feel like that was the story. Yeah. <clears throat> Big Fine fucked a lot of shit up. Uh, so they've been scrambling ever since, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that once Roman went down as well in October, you know, they didn't have the faith. To, yeah, to, I mean, you know, they, I it was a lot. lot. I think long term booking and what they dealt with, it was a lot, you know, um, to the lead up. It was choppy, but the creativity sometimes gets come, come drowned sometimes in other things and people and just the money side of it. I think the creativity should be also towards, you know, just building the future and building new stars. So so 
it's not always a gimmick. You know, well, it's not always have doesn't always have to be a gimmick. And that was part of rest, part of wrestling is that I get it. It's always gonna be something that's gimmicky in WWE. But well, it seems like this year it's been most gimmicks and less wrestling. And, and when you have some people you could do a lot of stuff with, it's, I don't it's think sad. That, I don't think that. So let's just go into our business a lot of them because. That was a great segue into it. I don't necessarily think that WWE is wasting wrestling talent. I think they are trying to capitalize on marketability because yeah, and it's to an extent like there's all, there's so much you can do with marketability. Like marketability. I mean, well, you know, having run it on three segments is great, but having run it on two, and then not like and then having Ronda, Becky, and Charlotte again on two on SmackDown, which has no time. You can you can manage it a little bit more so you can build a storyline with some other people who have angles who can I mean give that, you great that, wrestling that, you know and, and that doesn't matter business and logic wrestling doesn't matter at this point in time especially during this season it's not for us this this, this this season this season is for you know that's why it goes back to the like. They're not putting. They're not putting mid carters on ESPN. They're not on. You know what I mean. They're not on. You know, even though Roman's not in the title match, he's not a mid carter. He's on first take. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. So is the the triple threat women is on there. You know, um, you know the 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 wrestling aspect. You get that weekly. Tune in NXT. Tune in the two hundred five live. They have really great wrestling. You know what I mean. You know. If you do like you do and watch three hours of Raw, yeah, catch a gym or two. You know what I mean? If we give it some time. Yeah. SmackDown, we're always going to give you a great wrestling match. But when it comes to our biggest season of the year and when we need to make a profit, and it's about, WrestleMania is about to be in the biggest market. At this point in time, it ain't about who going to get 15 minutes in the ring. Yeah. It's, you know it's just... It just um, Man, because I'm a, I'm a creative guy. I want to want to see more creativity. I want to and I want to appreciate what people do and give them to just do. I think that certain people deserve certain. At this point, like even the whole thing with Kofi, it it goes to speak to how they treat their their roster as a whole, the whole story. Like it like it's about time that they create rather than being a, a product. You know, you can't never say and that. And not, I'm not, not saying don't just be a product. Like, don't be a product at all. I'm just saying, damn WrestleMania, man. Like you know, and that's why we get so many matches because they want to serve everybody. You have to serve, bro. You have so many masters. You have a you. You have a shareholder. You have a fucking mainstream audience that you're trying to connect to. Yeah. You have relations. Like I said, Dana White and ESPN, two now, these are legit, $2 billion corporations are in bed with you, who is also a billion-dollar corporation. This is big money talk. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How much give and take can I get for promotion, free promotion? How much rub can I get? How much cross-promotion can we do? What can make sense? You lended me Ronda Rousey. I know Ronda was your star, Dana. You made Ronda. We lended you Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar was our star. We're giving you... You're probably going to end up giving us Daniel Cormier. Down the line, we're going to get Conor McGregor. It's a give and take. 
What do you mean they're giving them? They're what do you saying, mean? You don't, they, they, you don't think that Rock made a choice? You don't think Ronda no, made a choice? No, no, no. These are when you're talking about when you're talking about properties and when you're talking about intellectual properties and when you're talking about um, when libraries and when you're so talking you think about that, footage and things of that nature, like. That's all contract. That's all money. That's all. I think Dana White, for the most part, is like, yo, like, like when Bro- when Brock held the title and they don't like they don't like show footage of UFC on WWE and WWE on UFC. You know, like, what do you mean by footage? No, but uh, I mean when they do is licensed is licensed stuff. Just as we, they, they don't do that though. When do they? When do you see? They did when Ron, they when the Ronda had her package. They used UFC stuff and her in her Olympic stuff. They they they. And you have to pay for okay, the Olympics. Yeah, okay, okay. So you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's also NBC Universal who is under their umbrella. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Like if the Olympics was, was on NBC, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's all just like it's all just monetary, you know what I mean, assets. Which which these characters or these people are. These people, Brock Lesnar is a monetary asset. Ronda Rousey is a monetary asset. You know what I mean? So when I'm talking about Ron and granted, Ronda Rousey may have her name or own her name. Brock Lesnar may own his name, but when it comes to intellectual property and fucking merchandise and stuff like that, who's to say WWE doesn't own licenses for that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Who's to say UFC didn't take out a copyright or a licensing or a trademark on Ronda Rousey when they're building her up to be <coughs> the biggest superstar in their sport? Yeah, I, I see you. I, see, I understand. Like, it's just um, it's just sad sometimes when I see certain things because it's like. No, it's just it's just this week it got to me with the whole Oscar thing, and then I look down, look around the roster, and I'm like, wow, they got Naomi, they got Shinsuke, they got Rusev, and it's like, granted, in New York, those pop- guys can be made, those guys can be made in that city. Having Naomi, fucking, even Naomi show up out of fucking, you know, um, uh, 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 a club or something like that, making an appearance with the glow shit or. Making a new superstar with Shinsuke to a Japanese market in New York City, making a new star. I I do I do understand. Mm-hmm. I get it. Um, that's why they shoved them and put them on the card. But as far as marketability and like um, when you're talking about long term, like their long term breadwinner in in this company is Charlotte Flair. You know what I mean? Like it's those are cornerstones. You know what I mean? They didn't have to. They didn't have to do this. They didn't. I understand. Yeah. I understand. But you know, also, Oscar is a is a is a is on borrowed time. It's only so much. It's only so long. Someone wants to stay over here and not go back to Japan. You know what I mean? Like I think, yeah, you come over. That's you know, you think you think they don't come over here and make as much money as they can, stack that bread up, and like, all right, I'm out here. I think some of them do. Some of them don't. <laughs> You know, I definitely think, you know, especially Kota is like, I'm just going to get that bread in the May Young Classic. I mean, not May Young Classic, sorry. Cruiserweight Classic. Cruiserweight Classic. And he was out. Mosca, I think she, you know, she has business ties over there. She has a family. Uh, I don't know if that's what, how she looks at it, but she is one of the older uh, veterans over there in terms of workers, you know? So she might want to go back. Either way, I think you should use her, you know, because she's talented and, yeah. you know, and... It just it, it just could be told so well. They have so many opportunities, and it's like it's, it's on so many levels, you know. Because then you get the Baron Krangle thing; they they miss there. Then they get then you get the whole Shane Miz thing. 
they miss there, even even though they're trying to make it as good as they can be. Like it's one of the programs that like eh, at least they're being trying to be creative with it, and it's it's not really hitting for me at least. But um, at WrestleMania being it's commercialized, and I guess we gotta wait for like a SummerSlam, and, or like you know we got NXT, so we'll watch NXT. We'll be there. Uh, we'll be at Wale Mania, so we're gonna be in the area and have a good time. And we're not going to be at WrestleMania. We're going to be, hopefully, back here watching WrestleMania at the crib. Um, but I think WrestleMania is, is more enjoyable from TV anyways. However, um, yeah, WrestleMania is commercialized. So, but it's cool. It would be cool to see some people get that WrestleMania moment rather than the same old, same old. And then people who are just not as talented, <laughs> per se. I mean, when it comes to, I, I think everybody that's on the card is talented besides Michael Chain, Colin <laughs> Jost. <coughs> um, depending I'm not on, saying, I'm not saying, um, it's not just talent though, it's, it's about the hard work they put in, it's about the connect with the crowd, you know, people who have earned it, talented, who have, check all the boxes and they just don't see it. And how, and how you can market them, how you can make money with them, but still give us art. And I know that it's hard. <laughs> Everybody has their taste and whatnot. Maybe they don't see Oscar as a as WrestleMania or a mainstay. But yeah, I get it. Charles the pillar. I'm not saying don't put Charlotte in that match in the main event on the card. I'm saying give Oscar something too, or you know try try to book her to something rather than just dropping her title. It was it was they they just gave her to hold. <laughs> hold so that for place, a second. Place holding. Hold that for a second. Didn't do nothing with her. Didn't put her on TV. It was crazy. Um, well, as far as that goes, I, I I definitely think this would be one of WWE's most profitable um, WrestleManias. Also, this would jumpstart. Um, this might be one of their most profitable years. Um, they're going SummerSlam is going to be in Toronto, so that's a quote unquote international event that's going to be popping. Um, I think they may do another evolution. Okay. Um, and then the Fox joint jumps off in October. So we get new, like, they are going to be doing interesting um, things uh, going forward. And I'm going to be intrigued. But business-wise, um, I'm really, I, I think logically we just have to uh, kind of wait and see once we get mm -hmm. uh, past. I think realistically we won't be able to see what they're doing until SummerSlam. With be what? With, with what the company, like with who they see okay. as, who they see as players, who okay. they see they like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I really think Ricochet is going to be a fucking star in Toronto. Yo, he's going to be crazy by then. Yeah. So, and I think by then, Adam Cole will have... He deserves it. And he met my girlfriend the other day. So, like... Oh, yeah. Shout out to nice. Shout so, out to Ricochet. Uh, um, my uh, girlfriend said you were nice and pleasant. So, um, and you got a picture. She got a picture. She got a picture, yeah. So, that was really cool to see. Um, looking forward to seeing you in Wally Mania. Yo, yo, pull up on Wally Mania, Ricochet. Yo, and shout out to... Uh, was it Kate Casey, right? Um, yeah, Casey. Kind of girl. Yo, she was there, too. Oh, she was on NXT this week, too. Yeah, yeah, Lacey. she was. Shout out to Lacey out. Lane. Lacey, uh, Lacey, Lacey Lane. Lane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Winter Park got, girl, you know what I mean? Park, local. Local, getting that TV time. Word. So, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was the, the future's bright. I think the future's yeah, bright, yeah, and yeah. I think they can make some money, man. Yeah, I think Lacey Lane is dope. She's I, really good. I think they're going to be really, like, she, people are going to like her a lot. I think, I think, um, I think WWE will be, I think they're in a good spot. I think, 
um, logically, it all doesn't make sense okay. to them because I think for them, it doesn't make sense at the current moment, especially with the landscape and the resurgence of wrestling, how popular is getting back in the mainstream. Mm-hmm. So now I think once that kicks in back with them and they realize that they got to tighten up, it'll be more enjoyable for us as well. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, uh, uh, next week. It's fucking Mania Week, or next weekend is Mania Weekend. Like, the shit just snuck up on a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. God damn. Uh, so, we'll be in the city. Um, y'all know, come pull up on us. Check us out. Follow us on RW Podcast 1 on Twitter. Hit us up. Um, hit us up on Instagram, Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. Um, shit, send us a message on Facebook. You know, I'm never on there. Um, and... Sh- <clears throat> I think we're going to do a show in the city. Um, we might do uh, a, a live show um, at, during Wally Mania, after Wally Mania. Uh, we may, you know, we'll do a review show of Mania. Um, probably do that remote. We'll be in the city Wednesday. I'll be here in, this, uh, um, in Florida. So we might do the show Wednesday, get that up, and then do a special edition uh, show while we're out there in the city. Yeah, we're so. trying to see if we can go Instagram live and whatnot. You yeah. know, give you guys some of. Uh, oh, we will, we will go Instagram get some live. Con- get some content. Yeah, so follow us, nigga. We'll be, we'll be living it up. We're going to be, we going to be, we going to be active. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. I learned my lesson. <laughs> we going to be active <laughs> during the motherfucking Wally Mania, right. G. So, yo, y'all follow us. Um, it's going to be a hell of a night. Um, we 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 gonna be where everybody else at, and and uh, so so hashtag Wally Mania. Y'all see our video and follow us on Reasonable Wrestling and um, Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. Thank y'all guys for listening again. Uh, shit, what is this episode forty five? What this episode? This episode? This episode? Jordan, nigga. Thank Jordan you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you guys for listening, man. Uh, Appreciate it. Hour and ten minutes, y'all hear us rambling, talk about wrestling. Content Kings, catch us out on YouTube as well, man. Reasonable Wrestling. Peace. Peace.